This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out again, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And it's so good to be back with you folks at this time. We're going on down the line. We're in this study on blood redemption. We're looking at blood redemption in the Old Testament. We've come through there where Adam and Eve were created and were were uh, uh, sinned and run out away from the Lord. And the Lord showed them how he uh, gave them the skin to animals and told them preach the gospel. The Lord just preached the gospel to them, just like uh, ever born-again preacher does today. And then folks call me and want to know what I preach. I preach Christ. I preach blood redemption. I preach that God, God through, through Christ, made a sacrificial offering to save our souls, my friend. So I'm, I'm glad to be back with you. We're looking there at Abraham, how he was questioning the Lord about his seed, about his heir, and, uh, and the Lord... Uh, the Lord was kind of straightening him out, if you want to, if you want to uh, uh, call it that. And he said uh, he wanted to help the Lord. Every sinner, whoever uh, gets concerned about his soul, wants to help the Lord out a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, but you see, Abraham, he wanted to help the Lord, so every sinner does. But immediately we saw the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, saying, "This shall not be thine heir, Abraham, but he shall." He that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And you see, with, with, with Abraham and Sarah, the fact of having a promise of having a child, a possibility of having a child, was, it was impossible. It was an impossibility. Just like, just like you, outside of Christ, it's impossible for you to be saved apart from the grace, the power, the blood, the love, the mercy of a tender God. It's impossible. There's only one way to be saved, my friend. That's by and through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Lord told Abraham, uh, the one that comes from thy bowels. Oh, wasn't that some statement? Here was Abraham up in years, Sarah way up in years. They both dead physically. Their body was dead. And uh, But when he heard Jehovah say, he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Abraham did not stagger at the promise or the possibility of the promise being fulfilled, according to Romans 4.20. Now, that's what I have pled with many of our folks here. Don't, don't doubt the Lord. Don't mistrust the Lord. Come to the Lord asking for trusting grace. Have you ever done that, my friend? If you ever just ask the Lord, Lord, give me just grace to trust you. I'm a lost sinner, Lord. Give me grace to trust you. The old trailblazer said, if I trust you, you'll save me. I know I'm not worthy to be saved. Have you ever prayed that prayer, my friend? I, I'm afraid that many of our folks are not saved because they never asked the Lord to save them. I do. I get I get so, so concerned when, when we have prayer meetings here oftentimes. And we have lost sinners in our audience. And, and, and the prayer leader asks for anyone who wants to be saved. Folks won't, folks won't hold up their hand. Folks won't even speak up and say, Mr. Leader, I want to be saved. You know why? Because they're ashamed. Oh, my friend, to be ashamed. To be ashamed. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful? I know years gone by in the tabernacle there in, in New Orleans, big old tabernacle. I'd be leading the prayer meeting on Sunday night, and I'd ask folks want to be saved to hold up their hand. 
and I've had individuals whom I knew and loved, and they would hold up their hand just a, just his fingers above the pew in front of them instead of holding their hand up wide, loud, you know. When I was a lost sinner, the Lord gave me grace to sit down close to the front. Pastor Shelton would lead the prayer meeting, and he'd say, Anybody want to be saved by hand and go up like a rocket? Go up like a rocket. I know it took grace to do that, but my friend, are you ashamed to, to, to be saved? Are you ashamed to want to be saved, my friend? You folks who listen to the old Trailblazer here locally over WLNO, are you ashamed to be saved? You'll, you'll go to hell for your trouble. My friend, you have to take a stand somewhere. You have to take a stand on the side of Christ. I know, I know, I know it takes grace. I know that. But my friend, the Bible says, strive to enter in. The Bible said, "Ye shall find me when you seek me with your whole." Are you are you are you seeking the Lord? Are you just just plodding along day by day, day by day, day by day? Well, if the Lord's gonna save me, He'll save me. No, He won't. No, He won't. No such a thing. If you don't seek the Lord, you won't. He won't. If you don't get honest with Him, my friend, you can't do anything. But you can get honest, and it takes grace to get honest. And I have folks tell me, well, the Lord gave me a promise for my children, and I believe they'll be saved. And they out running after whoremongering and fornicating and living the high life and never been in the church for 25 years. Well, I believe the Lord. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. No, sir. It don't look like it to me. I don't see no 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 motion there, no action there. I don't see any. I don't see any turn towards the Lord. I'm not the final say, surely not. But my friend, it don't look good, does it? It don't look good, does it? Oh, if the prodigal son had a said, well, uh, uh, I'm sitting on this slot bucket here, and you know I believe my dad will come by one day and get me. I believe he'll come jerk me out. No, no, he didn't do that. He didn't say that. The Bible says he came to himself. Sinner, have you ever come to yourself? Have you ever said, Lord, look what a mess I'm in. Look what a mess I'm in. I'm lost. I'm lost. And I, I really don't even want to be saved, Lord. Is that a mess? What kind of a mess am I in? You say, old Trevor, you're just being goofy. No, I'm not. I'm trying to make I'm trying to get your attention. Have you ever have you ever paid attention to what the old Trevor said? He said Christ died for sinners. Here was old Abraham. He was contending with the Lord, but the Lord gave him grace. He said he believed God. And it was a candidate unto him for righteousness, my friend. Oh, but when Abraham looked above at the bright heaven, no doubt he turned and said, I can't number them seed, my, my father. But let me emphasize before we go any further. Abraham's old body was dead. There was no life there. There was no inheritance uh, in full view before Adam. But where was the heir? Abraham's body and Sarah's body was dead. But our God, Jehovah, is the God of resurrection. And therefore, a dead body was the very thing for him to act upon. Isn't that a great truth? My friend, face this fact uh, this morning. If nature is not dead, God will have to put it to death before he can fully reveal himself. Nature, with all its boasting powers and the empty pretensions, and has to be withered and uh, brought there before the Lord. Uh, before the the Lord can can act, my friend, listen. Uh, one of these, some of these little silk handkerchief preachers, I call them, 
uh, often say, uh, well, come on down to my church. I'm going to, I preach nothing but the love text. I don't preach like that old trailblazer on the hell, hell fire and damnation. Well, my friend, listen, listen, listen. Those individuals who lead people astray, I believe if the Lord doesn't get a hold to them, they just make a good back stick in hell. I know, my friend, any man that will make fun of God's word and God's salvation like folks do about the old trailblazer. Listen, Abraham stood there before the Lord dead. D-E-A-D, dead. He had no heir. He couldn't produce heir. God would, have not, would accept nothing of the flesh. He had nothing to boast of, but he believed in the God of resurrection. If Abraham had kept his eye upon himself in all of his barrenness and deadness, he never would have looked to Jehovah. And I tell you that, my friend, my lost sinner friend, look away from yourself. I often say, uh, throw away all those vain imaginations. You're sitting there imagining well, I'm just too sinful to be saved. Well, I don't see myself sinful enough. Well, I haven't been convicted enough. Well, I haven't read enough of Pastor Shelton's booklet. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't supported the work. I've robbed God. The Lord won't save me. My friend, listen, would you just shut up? Would you just shut up? Oh, my friend, how in the world, how in the world can you think? But if Abraham had never turned away from himself, looking at his barrenness and looking at Sarah's barrenness and her being able to deliver a child. But when he, he took his eye off of himself, did you know old self has to die? Did, you, did self ever been crucified with you, my friend? But when he took his eyes off of himself, his impossibilities became possibilities. His deadness, he looked toward heaven. He looked toward Jehovah the God of resurrection. And when he did, all things became possible. Now, my friend, let me, let me give you a truth and that you asked you to let it soak in. The Lord is able to save you. The Lord is able to save you in all that you can number up and scratch up about the impossibilities of you ever being saved. The Lord can save you. And my friend, you who tell me you know the Lord, the Lord is able to keep you. You may be facing impossibilities. You may be facing foreclosures on your home. You may be facing loss of job, loss of work, loss of everything. But my friend, the Lord knows exactly where you are. The Lord said, if a sparrow falls to the ground, you ever seen a sparrow? I have. My dad used to shoot them in the, uh, out of the Martin box when I was a kid. And that little old thing would fall on the ground, and the tomcat would run out there and get them. But they wasn't as big as my thumb. Little old bitty bird. If there's a smaller one, I don't know about him. But the Lord said if a sparrow falls to the ground, he takes notice of him. He does, my friend. And you think that he doesn't take notice of you, but my believer out there suffering, afraid, fearful. All of those things falling in upon you, like the old trailblazer has oftentimes. And I'm telling you this, my friend. I need to be talking to myself. I need to be telling that old trailblazer. Straighten up, old trailblazer. Look to the Lord. He'll, he'll, he'll deliver all those things. He'll solve all those problems. He'll finance the work. He won't let it go down. He won't, and, and he'll straighten out some of the thinking where folks uh, despise the old trailblazer. The Lord can straighten all that stuff out. 
Oh, my friend, listen, listen, uh, I don't, don't do that, my friend. I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid to make fun of the message. I'd be afraid to make fun of the messenger. But, my friend, would you, would you just look to the Lord? Sinner, would you look to the Lord? Oh, Abraham, he looked by faith, by faith, through grace. Oh, my friend, what a, what a, what a story. What a, what a story. We sang that song the other night, The Mercies of God, what a theme for my soul. Did you ever, you ever sung that song, my friend? Sing it. Get it, get it out and sing it if you've got a good songbook. The Mercies of God, what a theme for my soul. Oh, I wish I could sing it, but I can't. I won't bother you with singing. I was singing one day, and somebody told me to keep my day job. I didn't think I'd make it. But I, I, it didn't bother me because I know. I want to tune out and cares in a syrup bucket. But I wish you would look to the Lord. Don't, 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 don't while away your time, my friend. Don't let the, don't let the world pass you by, the, the grace of God pass you by, and you wind up in a devil's hell. Don't do that. Oh, and you will cry, Lord, I wish I'd have listened to that old trailblazer. My friend, listen to him now. Read God's Word. Go there and read God's Word. Read the promises of God. All Go there and start reading in the New Testament and read it through in two or three days. And this is the old trailblazer. I've got kind of carried away a little bit here at this time, but the old trailblazer loves souls, loves the sinners, and, and my heart is big as a pumpkin this morning. If you would, remember my mailing address. It's the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Go there and you can look, see how you can hear the broadcast on the Internet all over the world. And then write me, if you would, and let me hear from me. Help me with the broadcast just a little. Go out there and dig up that old coffee can in the backyard and send me $100, if you will. I've had folks to do that. And uh, remember, uh, the old trailblazer, goodbye.